It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. Dennis Waitley. Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode at Women Who Can. Thank you so much for joining me and today we are talking about something I see many people struggling with and that is imposter syndrome. So the definition of imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So let's deep dive into the imposter syndrome today. So we can definitely link imposter syndrome to other feelings, you know, such as self-doubt, fear of success, the opposite, fear of failure, or actually self-sabotage. But imposter syndrome is a little bit more than that, as it involves that constant fear of exposure, maybe isolation, and even rejection. Now, imposter syndrome often strikes at moments of success, whether that's starting a new job, um, receiving an award or a promotion, you know, taking on maybe extra responsibilities such as um, teaching others, starting your own business, becoming a first-time parent. I'm sure you can think of many other places that it might show up. And imposter syndrome expresses itself in an extreme lack of confidence. And when you experience success, you may find yourself thinking, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve this, many different things. And if you have missed my first podcast, we do talk about self-confidence on there. So go back and give that episode a listen. I'll pop the link in the show notes too. So most people suffer from a lack of self-confidence at some point in their lives. But with imposter syndrome, the feeling is actually constant and can be quite severe. So those out there who believe they are struggling from or have struggled with imposter syndrome, or for you who are li- for those who are listening, who might know you have it, um, but don't actually know what to do about it, or you might actually not know that you have it just yet. Um, but what I've done is I've picked up examples that I've picked up along the way with uh, with my coaching clients. So a couple of things that they used to say. Um, you know, a weird feeling that I somehow got where I am by accident. Uh, I constantly wonder when they're going to come and tell me that my acceptance letter was a mistake. Um, At work, sometimes I literally wait for someone to approach me and tell me I don't know what I'm doing. Another one that really stands out for me was, I won't be able to believe that I'm good enough, even if others believe I go above and beyond. And the last one, feeling like an imposter leads me to second guess myself a lot at work. I'm constantly undermining myself with, this is probably a silly question or you could do a better job than me, I'll let you take the lead. So in so many areas of our life, we pick up on little things that we might be struggling with imposter syndrome for. And you may have found yourself in these situations or you may be able to find a few that I that I haven't mentioned. Now, one of my missions for this podcast is for women to own their success. And I believe this is a massive part of getting over imposter syndrome. So 
With that in mind, let's see what we can do to get rid of those imposterous behaviors. So the first point I actually want to speak about is who has actually told you these things? So who has told you that you are not good enough? Who has told you that you're a fraud? You know, is it someone out there or have you put it there yourself? And if you're thinking, well, you know, no one really has told me that, just myself, then what we actually call that is a limiting belief because we have put that there ourselves or someone has reacted in a way that makes us feel that that is the situation. So with that in mind, are the feelings you're having over this belief did you make those feelings yourself? Did you make that opinion up yourself? Um, you know, have you thought that way? You've put that into place and then you've convinced yourself that is in fact true. And if that's right for you, all we need to do is rewire your path. So our neural pathways in the brain have that route. And what happens is the thought comes in and we play that same route. So it could be that thought of, I'm not good enough. And you go down that path of thinking, I'm not good enough. And it ends up you sitting on the sofa crying, or it ends up you not going into work, or you know, whatever that happens for you, whatever pathway you go down, we play it every time we think that thought. So all we need to do is rewire that path. So I liken this to a path in a woodland area. Now, pretend that you've walked down this path for 10, 20, 30 years, however long you've been having this thought. How well-trodden is that path going to be? Pretty well-trodden, you're going to know exactly where to go down that path and you'll go every time because it's nice and easy. But what we have to do is we have to rewire the path. So we still start on the same path, you know, we still have that thought. However, we put a stop sign in the middle of the path and we say, we're going to go this way instead. And what we do is we rewire the path to go, uh, re rewire the thought to go down a new path. So how do we do that? I hear you ask. Well, let's think about it. So if your best friend came up to you and said, I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough to do this. I'm a fraud. How would you respond to that? How would you respond to them? It probably wouldn't be what you're saying back to yourself when you say those things in your own mind. <laughs> so we have to do the same to ourselves. So when that imposterous thought comes into your mind, I want you to acknowledge that it's there. So the first step is acknowledging that the thought is there because sometimes these cheeky little thoughts pop up without us even knowing. But what I want you to do is I want you to acknowledge that the thought is there and whether that's a thank you for showing up or whether that's I hear what you're saying, whatever that is for you. But then what I want you to do is I want you to change that thought to a thought that serves you better. So whatever that is for you, and I'll give you an example in a moment, but that thought that serves you better is going to be our signpost to rewire that thought chain. So let's look at an example. So let's say you say, um, wait till they find out I have no idea what I'm doing. So that negative thoughts come into your head. You're going to acknowledge it. 
you're going to switch that thought and you might think everyone who starts something new feels, you know, off base at the beginning. I may not know the answers, but I'm smart enough to find them out. And yes, it's not a positive unicorns fairies thought but it's just a thought that serves you better so we've gone from wait till they find out I have no idea what I'm doing to I may not know all the answers but I'm smart enough to find them out or I'm confident enough to find them out whatever that is for you so thought comes in that negative thought we acknowledge that the thought is there we then put that new signpost and we change the thought to serve you better. And if you struggle with this, use the example that I used right at the beginning of this little tip was how would you say it to your best friend? So if your best friend came up and said the negative things that you say to yourself, how would you respond to them? And then use that thought instead. So have a go at that. See how you go. I'd love to know how you get on give me a DM or an email. I'll pop everything in the show notes. So the second thing we can do to break that imposter syndrome is actually visualizing your success. Um, But before any situation where you may feel that imposter syndrome is turning up, I want you to use the art of visualization. It is so, so important. So close your eyes And think of successfully finishing the speech, the meeting, the evaluation, the gym class, whatever it is for you. Think of how well that particular moment went. What were you feeling? What were you seeing? What were you hearing? And how successful was it? And I want you to tap into that visualization daily. So when we think about visualizing our success and we play that out, you know, let's take, for example, you've got a meeting coming up that you're a little bit nervous about because you feel you don't know all the answers. I want you to close your eyes and visualize that meeting already happened. So it's already happened. It's been so successful. You've had great comments everyone chipped in, you felt empowered, you felt confident and really visualize yourself in that space. Now the best time to do this is just before you fall to sleep because the subconscious mind is more receptive and just as you're falling to sleep, imagine it, paint the picture, hear what you want to hear, see what you want to see and feel how you want to feel because then it takes the anxiety away of what you're going to do. We take that away because we've already visualized how successful it was. So give that one a go. And my third step today for creating that um, disconnect from the imposter syndrome is actually compiling yourself a praise bank or folder. So this might be on your computer, it might be on your phone, it might be a printout. And yes, it might sound scary and you might think, oh, it feels a little bit ego-driven. However, it absolutely isn't because we have to celebrate our successes. We have to. And actually seeing hard proof in front of you 
that you are good at what you do and you are not a fraud and you are not a failure is an amazing, this is an amazing tool to do that. So people don't praise and compliment you for the sake of it. I, I hope not. Um, so don't ever shy away from the, from the praise or the compliment or the comment that someone gave you or the, e- the nice email that someone sent you. Don't shy away from those. So accepting your achievements is going to really help along the way. So whether that's writing them down, whether that's keeping the email, you know, a nice comment from a colleague or a boss or a friend or a family member, whatever that is for you, keep all of them. And whether they've said it in passing in a conversation, jot it down in the notes in your phone, or whether it's actually physical, you know, a physical email or maybe a comment, whatever that is, for you pop it somewhere on your computer on your phone even print it off I've got one in my office and somewhere that you're going to see during the week so it just reinforces how good you are because you are yeah so the proof is then on the paper it's on your notes it's on your phone and remember to look at this you know remind yourself of the amazing things you have achieved and what you've accomplished and all the wonderful things people have praised you for and when we're in that imposter syndrome mindset we might not even notice that people are saying these things because one we don't believe them but two we don't look out for them so when we actually bring it into our system where we are celebrating that success we'll begin to see it more so I think really knowing your worth means allowing your work to speak for itself and letting others see it too. So don't shy away. Learn to pat yourself on the back and make sure you do all of this for you. You know, reward yourself in this um, in this area. <laughs> and our subconscious mind works so hard for us to achieve our goals, to get through challenges in life. And if we leave it hanging and we don't celebrate, it begins to work against us. And that's, you know, self-sabotage, stopping us from doing the things that we want to do. Whatever that is for you, that's what's going to happen. So let's just recap what I've gone through. So the first thing that we can try is flipping the switch on our thoughts. So negative thought comes in, we acknowledge it, we change it to a thought that serves us better. The second thing I spoke about was visualizing your success. So close your eyes and think of successfully finishing that speech, that meeting, that evaluation, whatever it is for you. See it, hear it, feel it. And then the third step is creating that praise bank or praise folder of yours. So, you know, print off those comments, print off the nice email, write down the thing that someone said to you um, during the day and keep proof of that because the proof is in the pudding. (laughs) The proof is on the paper. So give that a go. And just like I said at the quote at the beginning, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are not. So let's get out this imposter syndrome and start living a life where we celebrate our successes and we really own our successes. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.